Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everybody. We are coming to you from the Times News newsroom. This is Michael Abernathy, the online editor, and Jessica Williams, our education reporter, is here to talk more about the school bonds and specifically this time, slow clap, the referendum on the ACC bonds specifically. So, um, Jessica, hello. Hi. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> By the way, everybody's afraid of the, the microphones. In the podcast, Jessica's getting a little bit more at ease with it now, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't feel like I want to throw up when you say, let's go record a podcast now. I've made progress. All right. So Jessica has been working on a year-long series about this bond, which is very complex, and people still have a lot of questions about it, and they're probably going to have questions about it when they go to the polls, no matter what. Yeah. Just that's the nature of a bond referendum that's this large and it impacts as many people as this one could or will. Yeah. Um, let's go back and talk real quick about the what you've already worked on, the pieces that you've already done. In March, you did the one on proficiency in school grades. Yeah, it was about um, performance grades and kind of the inequity in the schools, which they're trying to address through redistricting and also some of their specialized programs that are included in the funding for the ABSS bond. Um, And then the second piece kind of delved more into those specialized programs um, for Graham and Cummings. The third piece uh, talked about kind of deferred maintenance and why our schools are in the shape that they're in and what the, what, Basically, half of the uh, funding for the bond will pay for for the district's high schools and then two elementary schools. And then this last piece, which is kind of a lot of different pieces because I've run out of time and I <laughs> I need to get all of this information out there before November 6th. One part of it is I need to talk about the proposed new high school for ABSS, um, which they want to build in the eastern part of the county, but there's no specific plot of land yet. And then I've got uh, the Alamance Community College bond, which I haven't covered yet because there was just so much to talk about with the ABSS bond that that kind of took up the other three uh, pieces of it. And then the the last portion of this installment will be basically a Q&A style coverage of two bond forums that the school system has hosted this week to kind of tie up any loose ends and answer any leftover questions that the public has. People, I mean, you got feedback from ACC and people around ACC saying, we have a bond too. Yeah. Why won't you write about ours? Yeah, my entire beat this year has pretty much been the ABSS bond. But yeah, now it's time to talk about ACC. Yeah, and uh, I'm looking at, so Jessica has printed out her story (laughs) so she can refer to it. And even though we have held off on ACC for this long. We're not, it's not to give it short shrift and we're not. No, not at all. This story is over 1200 words. That's like a Stephen King novel. No. 
That's not even close. (laughs) Okay. So tell us what's in this for ACC. Sure. So there are seven parts of the ACC bond. Uh, The total amount is $39.6 million. Um, $9.1 million would pay for a natural and life sciences building, which would be their biotechnology center of excellence. Um, And they want to construct this. If you've ever been to ACC, they have that first parking lot on the right after you get off the highway. Um, It would have to go there because they don't have that much available land. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the campus is built on a slope, and a lot of that is in a floodplain. So they're going to have to take up parking to build this biotechnology center of excellence. But the good thing about that is it will be visible from the highway and they want it to look really pretty and, mm-hmm. you know, be an asset to the county. And that would be 34,000 square feet. And it would allow them to expand their bi- biotechnology program, which is good because uh, one of the statistics I have here is that by 2025, it's projected that the bioscience industry's economic impact on the state will be $100 billion. That's that's a lot of money. Yeah. Since Burlington has LabCorp. I mean, we're already a big part of that. So there's going to be bioscience jobs available, and they want to have the trained workforce in Alamance County to be able to fill those positions. Okay, so biotech. And then the second piece of this? Uh, The second one uh, would be the Public Safety Training Center, which would be $10.4 million Mm. of the bond. And that is a training center for police, fire, and emergency services that has a whole bunch of bells and whistles, uh, 24-lane indoor firing range, driving pad, uh, fire training tower, a burn pit, uh, and then an emergency medical simulation training center. Um, and that they would probably, well, not probably, definitely partner with the with the Graham High School Fire Academy. Okay. Um, so that the Graham High School program would kind of lead into the ACC program. That's nice. Yeah. That would be good. And it also allows uh, all of these different entities to train together so mm-hmm. that when they come out to an emergency, they already know kind of what each job is and how to interact with the other fields. Okay. Where would that be on campus? That sounds like a really large facility. Yes, and I think that would also take a parking space, but I'm not sure what where exactly it would go. I'll get to the parking issue in a minute. Um, so the third thing would be a student services learning and development center, and that would be 6.2 million, 27,400 square feet. Um, and that's basically just to consolidate all of their student services because right now they're all over campus. And if you've ever been on that campus trying to find a certain place, it, you can get lost very easily. When you say student services, is that more administrative uh, kind of offices? What It's like financial aid and counseling and veteran services, Okay, things like that. Right. Um, so this would probably make the biggest impact during enrollment periods. Third thing uh, is kind of general expansions and renovations for the college. The, the president, Algie Gatewood, told me that most of the campus is more than 40 years old. So it's time to update a lot of those spaces. And that would be $3.5 million to renovate 26,000 square feet of classrooms and other spaces. Where are they looking at like new seating, new um, new fixtures in restrooms, things like that? Did you get a sense? I don't think they went into specifics when I talked to them. They didn't want me to be there for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I would assume. Um, and it'll probably include 
I think he mentioned technology as well because they need to teach kids coding and stuff like that now. You can't mm-hmm. really get away with the basic Microsoft yeah. stuff anymore. Yeah. All right. The next part, um, they would expand and renovate their child care facility, which is also 40 to 45 years old. Um, and that would take up a million dollars of the bond and they would renovate 13, around 13,000 square feet and then also add an additional 1,500 square feet. And that facility is open to faculty, staff, students, and the public. Um, and it's also used as the kind, he used the word lab for the early childhood education program. I don't know if I, <laughs> I, don't know if I like the word lab, but mm. it, they use it as an educational space. Any idea how many kids are there? Of course, it's not on this paper, but he did tell me, I want to say it was 50. Okay. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. Um, And then the last two things is a parking deck, which they're going to need because they're taking up a lot of parking by building the Biotechnology Center of Excellence and then also the Student Services Center um, and the public safety. Yeah. So that would be a 400-space parking deck. It would take up around $8.5 million of the bond. Mm -hmm. And they want to build it behind the Advanced Applied Technology Center um, in kind of that grassy, sloped Mm -hmm. area between the center and the big parking lot in the back. Yeah. Which I would imagine is going to be a challenge because that's a pretty steep slope. But... um, That'll not only recoup some of the parking they've lost by building these other buildings, it'll also allow them to grow because they're anticipating, uh, between now and 2024, they're anticipating 16% enrollment growth. So that parking deck will not only recoup the parking they lost with the new buildings, but it'll allow them to take in those new students. And the last thing is for... One million, they want to establish two satellite locations, one in the eastern part of the county and one in the west. And each one of those would have five classrooms. They want the one in the west to kind of be in the Burlington area close to ARMC. And it would have classes that focused on healthcare. Mm-hmm. And then the one in the east would probably be in Mebane and it would focus on accounting, business management, marketing, and finance. You talked to Gatewood for a while. Yeah. What were some of the things that he said? Uh, he's really focused on having, developing a trained workforce in Alamance County because that's not only going to attract business, but it's also going to provide jobs for people who are either unemployed or underemployed. And I don't know if we have time for me to read this quote. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Um, so he said, we boast, a, we boast about the unemployment rate here. It's around 3.7%. But the real unemployment rate in Alamance County is 8.2%. And the real unemployment rate includes people who are underemployed, working part-time, can't find a job because they don't have the skills, or have given up on finding a decent job. We can fix this problem. I would say his main focus is developing that trained workforce. And then that will improve quality of life for the whole county. Because if we attract new business then, you know, there will be more money in people's pockets and that'll attract more small businesses and we might, you know, have a thriving downtown in Burlington. (laughs) Um, And uh, that'll attract new homeowners, which will expand the tax base. And it it just kind of trickles down. Yeah. 
I know the ACC is already partnered with some businesses, right? Yeah, they have um, a really thriving partnership with LabCorp mm-hmm. and um, I believe Cone Health as well. It, it stands to reason that if you expand these programs and you're expanding possibly the job market and the, the companies and industries that might come here, that that would lead to more partnerships and more, you know, school to job opportunities for people too. Yeah, for um, sure. I'm getting way ahead of myself. No, but, but you're right. Yeah. Um, I would think that they would take advantage of that. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of people at these ABSS forums saying, you know, why aren't you focusing on giving these students opportunities outside of going to a four-year university? Why don't we have more skilled trades? And that's exactly what they're trying to do with Graham High School. And Graham is going to have a direct pathway to ACC and all of these programs. Mm-hmm. Right. C-Tech to ACC. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, for biotech and, and coding and things like that. I mean, it's, that makes sense. So let, let's talk a little bit about, uh, if you don't mind, um, let's go into the high school and sort of the nebulous nature of this new high school and the, what are some of the unknowns that we just won't know until we figure out whether or not the bond passes? So if it passes, what are some of the things we'll start to learn? Um, so uh, Todd Thorpe said that the first step after the bond passes is going to be hiring an architect to actually design the high school. They have a very rough preliminary design right now. Like they know basic things like it's going to have two stories of classrooms and they know that they want the event spaces like the auditorium and the gym to be on a separate side of the building than the classrooms so they can kind of close that area off if there's something that's causing a lot of noise. Mm -hmm. Things that they didn't, that they, the current high schools don't have that they wish they had. The current high schools were built in the early 60s and they were perfect for that time period there wasn't um, air conditioning, so they built Florida-style campuses so that they could have a, a cross breeze. And this high school is going to be perfect for this time period. Yeah. So the first step will be hiring an architect to finalize the design. And then they're going to have to you know, put it out for bid and find a construction company. All of that stuff is going to take a year. Mm-hmm. So they won't even start building the high school until 2020 probably yeah yeah because it doesn't seem like you want to start major construction in december or january (laughs) right yeah so yeah probably summer of 2020 they'll start building it okay and we won't know where exactly it's going to go until probably spring yeah once again uh let's quash the rumor that graham and cummings are closing Yes, Graham and Cummings are not closing. They are definitely not closing. They are not closing. They're still going to be fully functional high schools. They're still going to teach all of the core subjects. They're just going to have these specialized programs. And they're going to be open to the entire county. So it's not going to be a situation where you're in like the Graham High School District. They're removed from the district map. So they'll probably have some sort of application process once these specialized programs get started and I guess I should say what the programs are Um, Graham is slated to become a skilled trade academy which they've already sort of started with their fire academy and and that amazing science lab they have yeah and um, they'll have 
ACC teachers actually teaching at Graham, and that's part of their pre-collegiate academy. So they'll have juniors and seniors actually taking college courses, and you students will probably be able to get their associate's degree before they even graduate from high school, which is insane. Yeah, that's amazing. And then Cummings is supposed to become a school of the arts. It's modeled after the Durham School of the Arts, which the entire Board of Education toured probably two years ago, I think. So that'll be taken off the district map as well and open to anyone in the district who wants to attend. Anything else you want to wrap up with? Make sure that you read the Sunday stories. There's going to be three of them. And um, if you have any other last minute questions that, you know, I haven't answered, feel free to tweet at me. Um, My handle is Jessica WTN. And if I don't know the answer, I'll certainly pass it on to ABSS and or ACC and be able to get you an answer to it. Um, All right. Well, thank you, Jessica. Thank you. Thanks for all your work. And everybody, you can find all of these uh, pieces about each of the bonds on our website, thetimesnews.com. You're probably already here if you're listening to this. Yep. So when you're looking at this, you should be able to find links in the story to previous stories that Jessica's written about these issues. So again, Jessica, we thank you for all your work. Yeah, thank And you. we thank everybody for listening. Thank you for reading. And we hope all of this helps you understand a little bit more what you're voting for or against when you go to the to the ballot this month and in early November. All right, everybody, thank you. Have a good weekend. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.